0: you're good i'm good yeah okay Mm -hmm. okay
1: i'm gonna clap one more time
0: okay okay are you ready to be thrilled hey laura really glad I didn't butcher that this time. (laughs) Hey, Laura. I liked it. I'm so ready to be thrilled. I am so excited to talk about Sleeping with the Enemy.
1: I know. Oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about. And we had to really try hard not to discuss it uh, as we went to get Jersey Mike's and eat our subs together and and try to find other things to talk about.
0: We could just talk about we, – we found ourselves distracted by how good the subs were.
1: Yes. Because they were – We both have an affinity for tuna fish subs,
0: which <laughs> sounds so gross. People really – if you don't like tuna, grow up, honestly. Right. Like, at tuna is delicious, especially we got it with banana peppers. and. Oh, my God. Jersey Mike's has – is it red pepper relish? It's cherry pepper, cherry pepper relish. relish? Yeah. We got that on our turkey sub. So we got a turkey sub and a tuna sub. And it was and, fantastic. Yeah. And then salt and vinegar chips. Just yep. cherry it was perfect. on top. Yeah. Yep. We're it feeling was great. great. We're ready to discuss this incredible thriller.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, I'll just say up front, I I don't know how many times
0: I've seen this movie throughout my life, but if I had to venture a guess, I think it would be Eight. Oh or God. 9. See, I'm a little scared because I have now only seen this twice. And this is like a this meaningful movie to you. I mean... So I don't no, want to no, mess no. anything up. The pressure is on. Like, This no. is a movie you love. This is a movie you Don't
1: watch. worry. I will make sure that that is, okay, okay. that is accounted for. Okay. I'm actually just really excited to hear you talk about this because... It's as you know, like when you watched Bone Collector, and also when you rewatched Fear. Yeah, it's just there's so much nostalgia there that you almost can't even see things clearly, or you just don't see what other people see. That's true. So I'm just excited to hear like your impression of things that now I watch, and I'm like, what? Oh my god! Like I don't know. It's just, I'm really excited. Same uh also i gave you another softball in that it's only you did three primary characters i think this is my thing i know you love these movies thank god because i love them they make it very easy these are i think these are my favorite kind of thrillers like super limited characters just like two or three and
0: like one or two settings Mm-hmm. It sets the stage really well, and it doesn't. And then you don't have a really tough-to-follow plot. So yeah, thank you for this. So I, I did email my mom about this
1: movie because my mom is the one who introduced me to this movie, and I think she's probably seen it twice as many times as I have, probably close to 20. Um, she said she watched it again recently, just this is a normal thing for her. Um, and so she had some very interesting thoughts that at some point I will have to share as well. I can't
0: wait to hear her thoughts. Yeah, definitely need to hear that email. Yes. Okay. All right, so shall we
1: get started with some trivia from yeah. 1991 first, which is the the year that the movie was made? Yes, please. So, first interesting trivia. Uh Sleeping with the Enemy actually is one of the top 10 highest grossing movies of the year. Bringing in $101.6 million, which was just behind Hook and the Addams Family. And she was in Hook, too. That's right. Yes. And as Michael pointed out, like, her open, her open mouth laugh is so, like, mm-hmm, classic Julia Roberts and iconic. And, like, she did it in Hook. She did it here. Also, she was 22.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. What?
1: She was 22. She looked almost, like, too mature to be 22, but also so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. she's just... I feel like she is ageless. It's weird. Yeah. Um... And other notable movies on the top-grossing list of 1991 are *Father of the Bride*, which is one of my oh, all-time favorites. *Father of the Bride*. Um, *Honk* and *The Keck, could Nancy never Myers get enough. *Forever*. Uh, and *Fried Green Tomatoes*. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. that movie, but mm-hmm. that was like one of my favorites tomatoes. growing up. And then 1991's best actress was Kathy Bates for *Misery*, which oh you haven't—I don't think you've seen it all the way through, right? So no. eventually, we'll get there. Uh, but it was. Film, or it was released in 1990 and then in 1991 she won best actress which is very well deserved then we have Doug Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy they were all released on Nickelodeon that year so that's exciting I wasn't watching
0: them obviously at the time I watched all of those I got in so much trouble for watching Ren and Stimpy but I loved it why well I don't even it's really... like really gross it's kind of a gross show so okay. my mom really hated it and she thought it was Inappropriate and we could watch everything else, but if so then of course we only wanted to watch run and Simply yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I saw Doug on sometimes at like a babysitter's place. I guess, great. Again, I didn't Patty I didn't Manny's. have TV, but uh I loved watching Doug when it was on. And then this was exciting to to learn. So Nirvana released that Nevermind album. Oh which, wow, this
0: was nineteen ninety one. Okay. Yeah,
1: which sold over eleven million copies in the US. And as a result, uh, grunge fashion and music became very popular, uh, especially with the release of their music video, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And Never I think that's the album that has the kid on it, right? Like yeah, in the, the swimming baby?
0: pool. I think. Yeah. It's like the very
1: iconic right. album cover, yeah. And I actually, one of our coworkers from a while back, she, I remember she was obsessed with Nirvana and I think she met that kid. That, no way. That kid that was the baby in the pool. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So. Yeah, and I think to this day, like, he's, like, almost scarred by how famous he is from, like, being a naked baby in a picture. Like, it's a yeah, little bit, like, I, That's exploitive. weird, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. uh Okay, and then we have Elizabeth Taylor. So her White Diamonds perfume is released in 1991, and it sets a whole new standard for celebrity fragrances. Which I never considered. Like, when was one of the first ones, or like, mm-hmm. what was the original? Yeah, because now it's just so
0: normal. It's so normal. They all, all have perfumes. Fragrance. Neither Elizabeth of us can Taylor. say that word.
1: <laughs> Fragrance. There we go. Fragrance. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if it smelled like White Diamonds. I don't know what that would smell like, but. Uh, money that's liz taylor and she also uh, the same year she was she had a busy year she married her seventh husband, seven um, husband. seventh <laughs> husband she's been married eight times but has had seven husbands i don't quite understand that math did she marry a woman at one mm, point i don't get it
0: seven hu- se- um, how does that make sense yeah. i don't know it
1: says eighth eighth wedding seventh husband
0: oh did she marry someone twice maybe yeah oh you're probably that's right that's what it is
1: okay I don't know who she went back to marry. but um, And then finally, on a more serious note, uh, there was, in 1991, uh, the amateur video capture of the beating of Rodney King in Los Angeles by uh, white police officers, which is horrid. And there is a documentary, if you haven't seen it, called LA92. I think oh, yeah. you watched this That's as great. well. Yep. It's really, really um, good and well done and, and documents the acquittal of the white police officers and the uprising that resulted in Los Angeles. So that happened in 1991. And then I know that we have a um, a little bit more upbeat trivia fact from Melora that I still don't know anything about, so please inform me about Kiefer Sutherland and Julia Roberts' drama.
0: Okay, I'm so excited to tell you this. So okay. I've known vaguely of them being engaged and thinking, that's an interesting pairing. I don't necessarily yeah. see that. Um, but I didn't really know that their breakup was super, it was fodder for tabloids, it was nuts, It was it was huge news it went down in this sort of like just if this happened today we would be agog aghast like it's just it's it's crazy so Julia Roberts and Kiefer Sutherland first of all Julia Roberts broke up with Dylan McDermott they were engaged oh he's very cute yeah to date Kiefer Sutherland why 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 well I don't know but but they had already bro- so like they broke up and then she got together with Kiefer Sutherland they were supposed to get married June 14th in 1991 Guests had been invited. Like everything was, it was gonna be this. It was set to be this huge wedding, she like was a cultural 22. event. too. yeah, she was young. I think he was a little bit older, probably. Yeah. Um, they had picked out their bridesmaid dresses, seafoam green with dyed to match shoes. Um, they were gonna be married oh. at Stage 14 on the 20th Century Fox lot, which was interesting. That's so. Yeah, it was supposed to be a literal old Hollywood nod to their modern Hollywood romance. They met on the set of Flatliners. A movie. Memorable. Oh, I want to see that. I haven't me too. Seen I haven't seen that either. Um, so this, I'm, I'm getting this information too from a decider.com article called Remembering the Fellini Summer of Julia Roberts, A Broken Engagement in Emergency Hospital State and Clashes with Steven what? Spielberg.
1: Okay, tell me more.
0: So if you want to read this article in depth, I highly suggest it. Head to Decider and check it out because it's, it's perfect. Um, she's coming off of back-to-back Oscar nominations for Pretty Woman, uh, so she's having like an incredible year and she's going to get married. So they broke up in a swirl of drug abuse, affairs with strippers, <laughs> tensions on the set of Hook. Like that was what was going on in their breakup. What was the do you know the tensions on the set of Hook? Uh, yes. Like Robin Williams? <laughs> I, I, there's there's some stuff in this that she actually did another interview that I'm going to like pull from. And she gets into that. A bit, okay, because she had to Got do some like damage control, which was interesting. Okay. So instead of they, they broke up and she spent what was meant to be her honeymoon with Jason Patrick, a friend of Keith or Sutherland. What? I think it was I saw somewhere that it's his best man, but now I can't find that in this article. if it was, oh my God. but either way. Wow, His Julia friend. had quite the summer. But then I also read that she did, she actually dated that friend before Kiefer Sutherland. Okay, so she just she dated so many people. Like she has such a like an amazing, crazy. I, wow, she was dating just history. like
1: in the prime of her. Yes. just celebrity stardom. Yeah, early '90s. Julia Roberts. Everyone wanted to be with her.
0: Yeah. So in in May of 1991, so a month before the wedding was meant to take place, uh, Julia was hospitalized for the flu. Okay. Um, which was '90s speak for what we would now call exhaustion. Ah. Uh, despite the drama, the the wedding was still set to be on at least for another couple of weeks. So Jason Patrick, he was in Speed Two, Cruise Control. Um, he was known as as one of the Lost Boys and Kiefer Sutherland's good friend. So yeah, he had dated Roberts before she got with Sutherland. Although where exactly that falls in the Liam Neeson, Dylan McDermott, Kiefer Sutherland time. Liam Neeson. Okay. okay. Yeah, she did, she dated him too. Um, I'm pulling quotes somewhat directly from this. And again, just the article is great. So, uh, Julia and what's his name? Jason were spotted at the Canyon ranch spa. Okay. Days before her wedding. Then they came to Los Angeles back. Like they were in Los Angeles together three days before the wedding. Um, and that was when they had finally announced that they weren't going to go through with the wedding three days before it was meant to take place. The day of the wedding that didn't happen, she was seen eating burgers with him in LA, which I love. Oh my gosh. I know. Who doesn't yeah. love a good burger in LA? Um, then they okay, went to Ireland, and, uh, <laughs> which is just crazy. She spent her honeymoon, what was supposed to be her honeymoon, with this uh, friend of his. Oh um, this, this needs to be a movie. I know. That's and then starring Julie, Julia Roberts. A little bit about the Hook drama. So, Hook was the subject of much, fasc- much fascination with constant media attention and a stream of celebrity visitors to the soundstage where it was shot. People reported set visitors included Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg, Tom Cruise, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Prince, and openly speculated the reason for so much gawking was just to see Julia Roberts. Wow, I guess she was emaciated, like she was so thin at the time, and that was the cause of you know much conversation. What happened? Um, She was an emotionally fragile Tinkerbell. (laughs) That's what people said. A troubled Tinkerbell. Yeah, Um, they allegedly dubbed her tinker hell no
1: i know but she was going through a lot yeah i mean honestly i don't she wasn't a child actor was she no so she just got thrown into this i don't think it so. was like the most famous woman yeah. in the world basically
0: crazy crazy famous yeah
1: yeah that'll so do a lot this article
0: you. goes on but that's the main drama and then this other article where you can read the like interview with her it's called julia roberts the prince of Fa- the price of fame sorry And um, it's on entertainmentweekly.com. Okay. So is is it good? It's really good. It was originally published on November 22nd, 1991. So a couple months, a few months after this whole drama went down. And she actually details like conversations between her and Kiefer and like details of their breakup which is quite salacious. So Okay, I'm going to have to read that. It's a, It's this. long, but it's a really good interview. It's definitely worth the read. So this was all going on at the time of the year that this movie came out. So this is very wow. like prescient. Yeah. So much drama. Mm-hmm. So insane. I I've always like l- again wanted to like look into that because I've known that they were together. My keeper Sutherland story too is that I saw him outside of the drawing room in Oh my gosh. I, all the weird old men go there. I know it was kind of sad because I loved him in 24. Like Mm. I watched that show with my parents. I think I didn't keep up with it in the later seasons, but the first season, at least I was just obsessed and he's Jack Bauer. Like I thought he was the coolest. And then he was just this sad drunk man stumbling around, which I know he has substance abuse issues and it's, it's not like the drawing room is for, is like where substance abuse issues go to. Yeah. Beyond display in Los Angeles. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just walking home from something, and it wasn't even that late, and he was outside of it, and it was a very shocking moment where I just definitely stood and stared, but I guess it's not we, – we had a friend we had dinner with last night who we discovered –
1: did karaoke with Mila Kunis and Yeah, it's not quite as cool as that but like we are
0: name dropping like crazy yeah we really are
1: <laughs> we are such LA residents I but me personally I never see anybody because I you could, do
0: you absolutely I, are I, around I, celebrities yeah. but Elena will never notice someone yeah they will be just right last in front night or I was like look at that person and I was like huh? yeah we walked past someone and I was like okay celebrity count is at one for the place we were at dinner and My Elena was like no at zero. <laughs> 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 I
1: walked by a good number of celebrities and only just determined it because laura pointed it out to me so
0: it's charming i love it i have like a weird super recognition where if i see some i mean also i think it's from watching law and order svu because everybody is in law and order svu so i'm always like damn, they were in there yeah
1: i sometimes in my my life just remember that i'm really bad at that and i will be like in a moment okay i have to put my spidey senses on right now i'm looking for celebrities (laughs) it will last about two minutes It'll just be random? Okay,
0: so watch out if you're a celebrity at that time. With
1: Which it is like exactly once every it. six months. And of course, in that two-minute span, there's never a celebrity. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing. But I'm like, okay, I'm looking at people's faces. Okay, I know no one. This is pointless. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Oi, Well, I think we're, are we ready to yeah, get into the we're, Yeah, we're ready to dive in. Um, so Julia Roberts, of course, is our main character, our protagonist, Laura Burney. So we're going to have to say the name Laura quite a bit. I know. Uh, Patrick Bergen is martin bernie laura's husband kevin anderson as ben woodward and then finally elizabeth lawrence as chloe williams so those latter three are definitely lesser well-known people i don't i don't know them from much of anything if at all um and of course julia roberts is the star of the show
0: oh and what a star she is so we start with some lightly creepy music and beginning credits in a very bad font. Um, it reminds me of a PowerPoint you'd make in middle school. And yes. You'd get 100 on just for the effort, like you learned how to <laughs> use the software, but they're not yet concerned about style or formatting. It goes on for so long. But luckily, we're finally rewarded with a beautiful opening scene. We open on this extremely idyllic, it's lit, bright pink beach scene where... Julia Roberts is clamming which is such a wholesome activity very wholesome among seagulls so peacefully and in a loose denim button-up and this amazing hair she's got like oh long gosh. thick kind of like coppery honey colored her hair brown is hair. like glowing it's throughout amazing entire movie her hair is incredible she's got kind of like a heavy bang and it's just like oh my gosh yes it's, but it's just, like perfectly flowy it's a little straight but it's mm-hmm. a little wavy mm-hmm. and its it's she looks so ideal here like just oh god um and now the sky and the lighting is no longer pink it's actually a gorgeous blue morning on cape cod and we see a man walking up on the beach to julia i think she's dreaming but she's not it turns out she's on vacation with this man he's in a suit because he has to go do some business bummer he asks her if she forgives uh him and instead of responding she says i'm thinking about steaming these clams with an herb broth for a starter does that sound good which yes it sounds sounds absolutely amazing. amazing Um, so he tells her, actually, we have to go to the Blanchard's party so you're not doing the clams. So that's kind of why he was asking already for forgiveness or it was because he beat her up the night before. Yes. Like it's unclear what it's, he was asking for yeah. forgiveness for. Um, She's like, oh, that's okay. I'll dig up fresh clams tomorrow. And he's like, no, we can cancel the Blanchard's. But they hug and she gets sand all over him and she's apologetic. He tells her no problem and that he missed her this morning. Yep. So, Which I just want to know from your perspective, like,
1: Looking back at this now, this is like a very awkward husband-wife very. encounter. Like, what very. was your impression of them?
0: I mean, he's in a suit on the beach. Right. She says something like, oh, I love a I man, man who's dressed for clamming. Yeah. 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 Um, And he's much. he looks a lot older. She looks yeah. young and sweet and is, you know, out on the beach doing this very, like we said, wholesome activity for their dinner that night. And he is, seems very disconnected and is in this yeah. suit talking in a very formal way and in riddles almost. Like the right. conversation's strange.
1: And her just saying things like, um, oh, no, I've ruined your suit. It yes. was just all very like, why are you in talking to your husband in this way? Yeah. And then also he did that little manipulative thing where he was like, oh, you know what? All your hard work. Exactly. I'll call him to cancel. cancel. Yeah. Um, and he starts walking away starts slowly. the beginning. And right then away. she's like, no, no, I can always. Yeah. Like you said, I, I can, can make them tomorrow. The yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So now we're at home and holy shit, this is where we get to see their home. It's a gorgeous modern castle. It's right on the water. It's all just white and glass. It's like an estate. It's gigantic. And Laura is sitting at her beautiful vanity in a like stunning angelic white dress getting ready. And this, so this is clearly her husband. We're meant to understand by this point. He says, night dress, nice dress. I wouldn't have thought of it though. Mm -hmm. Immediately my hackles are up. I hate that comment. Yes. I hate it. And sure enough, we cut to the Blanchard's party where she's wearing a, Backless black dress, which he wanted her to wear, even though it's too cold for it. Yeah, which is also a beautiful dress,
1: but she like, she looks incredible. She looks amazing. And I, I just had to comment that when she's looking in the vanity at herself and doing her makeup, that um that like shade of lip liner like that pink mauve whatever I just remember really wanting lip liner after that.
0: she when she looks beautiful this entire movie like there's not a scene where she doesn't look look, yeah And the costume and makeup and hair everyone department did a wonderful job because I mean not that it was difficult I think with how gorgeous she is but I really liked all the choices they made. So she's wearing this has like a higher neck it does have the low back and she's wearing these long dangly black beaded earrings and her Mm -hmm. hair is long and loose and She just looks like resplendent. She's gorgeous. That's a great word. It it describes her for this. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't stay at the party long. Basically, they're dying to get out of there. And when they head home, they're about to get a snack in the kitchen. When he comes up behind her and they make out aggressively and she spills the strawberries she was holding. Mm -hmm. And he puts on some music to set the mood, except it's very dramatic, scary music. It's Symphony Fantastique by Berlioz. By Berlioz. Yeah. So. Yep. They show a flash of that real quick. Yeah. Some scene setting. Yep. So next scene, it's another gorgeous mo- sunny morning at the glass mansion. And the husband is doing a very intense workout on his climber machine. <laughs> it makes him look so silly. Like, it's, it's like a heavy breathing phase. And he's just like, <gasps> <laughs> well, he's like, just, you know, vertical. Yeah, and like okay, no one he looks like he's us. climbing a, a wall. <laughs> he looks like he's climbing a wall, but like very quickly,
1: like he's almost a cartoon. Yeah, it's and then super, it his face look cool. is sweaty. He looks so weird, and he has a weird smile on his face. Yeah, and he's just like heavy breathing. It's it's not a good look for him. And she
0: comes in and sees him for a second, and it's like she just does a little peek. If I saw my t- husband, I guess it's her husband, to be like looking like that. I'd be like, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> You're way too into this. <laughs> You're so embarrassing. I am grossed out. And his um, socks, his yeah. big socks. Ugh. Yeah. Well, he showers, he gets ready for the day, and we see him tweak the hand towels on the rack on his way out, and he goes and fetches Julia from the deck where she's relaxing so that he can show her that she didn't even out the three hand towels exactly. They weren't lined up. So here is the first flash of things not being so hunky-dory. Um, yeah, and I definitely has,
1: he has an OCD that we've realized here and I actually didn't notice it ever until Michael pointed it out, but he doesn't wash his hands. Oh, Um, I didn't notice that either. He doesn't wash his hands once he notices the hand towels are not perfectly aligned. He goes and gets her, makes her fix them, and then he washes his hands. Oh, that's very observant. I did not catch that. Uh, but yes, we are introduced to his weird OCD. And also I think we're supposed to kind of consider that he needs, he seems to want to play that song or that music um like he likes to have a soundtrack that's perfectly aligned with their having sex and like mm-hmm. he seems to have just some different things yeah he's very particular obsessive.
0: which we get to now so laura is in a great oversized luxe looking button-down pajama shirt and she's in the kitchen so now we're gonna call her laura i'm switching over because yes okay i don't she's, know if we've been laura. officially introduced to her as laura i can't remember yet Um I guess there hasn't been a lot of talking, but yeah. Her name's Laura in this and it's weird for me, but it'll be fine. (laughs) And it gets weirder. It gets so much weirder. (laughs) Um so she's tidying up, she opens their cabinets and they are perfectly arranged. It looks like a grocery store shelf, and Mm -hmm. yet she's still frantically turning and perfecting the jars and cans so that all of the labels face out. Yeah. And things are getting more clear and more eerie. She's not at home in this home and there's very strict rules set out by her husband that she's anxious to follow. Uh, he asked her what's for supper, and she says, lamb with rosemary and peach chutney, new potatoes and baby peas, and the herb bread that you like so much. And that does sound quite good. It does. And
1: I always, like, have to, like, I don't know, laugh a little whenever she says,
0: new potatoes and baby peas. <laughs> like, it's just so, like you said, wholesome mm-hmm. and just, like, cute. Yeah. She's being a a very... A very good wife. Good wife. Yeah. Quote, very unquote. Stepford yes, perfect wife. for sure. So we don't know this man's name yet. This oppressive man walks out to where his neighbor is finding... It's it's the husband, but I just we haven't been introduced to him yet. Oppressive Um, husband, man. Um. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he is. uh, He's going to see his neighbor, who's out there fiddling with the boat that's docked next to the glass mansion. He starts up a convo with this guy, who's um, he's renting from their usual neighbor, so they haven't met yet. And through this conversation, we learn that we're on Cape Cod. This is their vacation home, and they live in Boston. And the man has some vague financial job there, and it's never really further fleshed out. And the neighbor is a neurologist from Boston, and the husband is a boat fanatic, so they're bonding over that. Laura hates boats and water. That's what the husband tells this doctor guy, um, because she nearly drowned as a child. Mm-hmm. But the horrible husband still tries to get her on a boat once in a while, he says. So when the doctor <laughs> neighbor says he's going to take it out tonight, because it's a full moon, it's supposed to be good weather, the husband is like, okay, sick, I'll talk to Laura nicely and see if I can get her to stop being so traumatized. for Traumatized, traumatized. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's so, Maybe oh, she'll come so with. Annoying. Yeah, and so then Laura is home arranging flowers, and Martin, we learn his name in this scene. That's when she calls him Martin for the first time.
1: Oh, gosh, this scene.
0: Yeah, and it's fitting, that name for him. He's like a shitty porn-stashed older man that Martin feels right. He's not attractive. No. Martin has walked in, and he immediately accuses Laura of cheating on him with the new doctor neighbor while Martin was in town yesterday because the doctor said Martin has one of the nicest houses on the beach, Mm. and that's it. (laughs) That's all he said. And he
1: was like, oh, I... Is I've that been your admiring wife? it. I noticed yeah. your wife was looking down or whatever? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all. That was it. That yeah.
0: was it. Like a very innocuous comment that was meant to be more you no know, complimentary. Like, oh, you have
1: a really nice house, and I saw your wife.
0: Yeah. Um. So here we go. Martin backhands Laura, and says, "Does it give you much pleasure to humiliate humiliate me?" And he hits her so hard she falls to the ground, and then he kicks her in the stomach. It's yeah. It's, it's very awful. jarring, and you can tell
1: she's anticipating it yep. as
0: soon as he says, "Um." She, something about the handsome young
1: doctor. She was like Martin. It's coming. I don't know the doctor. She sounds
0: exasperated already. Like yes, of yeah, so And this he's is... behind her, so
1: you just, as the audience, we get to see her face as it like falls, and mm-hmm. she realizes like what's it's about happening. to happen. Yeah,
0: he's on one again, and he's he's thinking that something is. Yeah, she's he, doing she something. He's accusing something. her without any mm-hmm. cause, for sure, and not that even if she was doing something, this is the right reaction. So, obviously, she wasn't. Though this is just his insane delusions. He immediately after he beats her, he says, "Oh, you're gonna sulk now. You're gonna ruin supper. But you'll have to conquer your fears and come on this boat ride with me and the doctor tonight." So he switches from angry and violent to calm and condescending, and then is gaslighting her just right away.
1: Which also, like, you think she cheated on you with this man, and then come on, you're like, "Okay, please come on." Like, you don't think that? No, he doesn't. He just wanted to like have control, Control. and he did feel like she probably was like looking at the cute doctor, and he didn't like that exactly.
0: Uh, so Martin leaves to go to town, and Laura has to clean up the glass and the broken vase that fell when he hit her, and she's clearly in pain. And it also feels like you said this is just kind of like more—it's just normal. Like she's used yeah. to having to do this of cleaning yeah, up. Yeah, she does a great job him. of
1: like like Julia Roberts just really. Yeah, I think she's the star of the just the performance in general is. It's a great performance. Really well done.
0: So there's a scene here where she walks out on the beach and she does some contemplating and now we kind of see her start to put in some work. We don't know what this is going to mean yet, mm-hmm. but there's these lampposts along the shore area yes. and I think it's like for the boats to come back and be able to see where they're docking, where they're coming back to, but she throws shells or rocks at two of them mm-hmm. to break them. And so we're like, okay, okay, so, yeah, okay, you've got doing? a plan here, yeah. She's really going out of her way to like mm-hmm. get these broken. Yeah, like is she just angry and she wants to break something? No, yeah, that feels very, very targeted. Exactly. So Martin comes home unfortunately and he has a gift to give Laura. Of course. And he says, I'm sorry we quarreled. Which is quarreled <laughs> is the that's not what happened. And
1: also I hate the Do word not quarrel. use that word ever. <laughs> a quarrel.
0: Uh it's also unfortunately red lingerie, which is just what every girl wants. Right. And yes, of course. He immediately undresses her and puts on the red nighty and forces her to have sex on their blue, silvery, luxurious satin sheets. We see a flash of her face when she's not pretending, and it's so sad. It's really, really like her sad. Like, fa- she is. lets her mask drop for a minute mm-hmm. of, like, pretending that this is okay, and she's enjoying it, and it's just, it's so heartbreaking. It's miserable. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, and just like you said, like, nothing that he gave her was for her mm-hmm. anyway. It was all for him. Yeah. And just the fact that, like, you would come home and expect that after what you just sh- you just did to out of her. her is just beyond
0: uh, sanity. Yeah. So now we get a scene of Laura dressed for dinner in what appears to be some sheer camel-colored pants with a visible thong through them.
1: I didn't notice the visible thong, but I did think that, like, her outfit here reminded me of you.
0: Really? Just Minus like, the visible
1: thong. Hopefully. Yes, I, did, I didn't <laughs> even notice that. It's
0: <laughs> just, like, really sheer pants, but they are, like, super flowy. And... It's like your shirt last night. Oh, my God, stop. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> sheer shirt that <laughs> okay, true had sunflowers on it. And because it was like sheer and patterned, I did not notice and neither did anyone else we were with, but there was a sunflower, uh, planted right in the spot where your nipple would be. And, um, it actually looked exactly like a nipple.
0: So it was a very cheap mesh bodysuit from Zara Mm -hmm. that was in the work of, in, in, it definitely did not pay respect to Van Gogh's (laughs) sunflower, (laughs) which it had a little card that came with it that showed the art. And actually, the only sunflower that looks like that—that that looks very nipple-like, like the center of the stamen—is mm-hmm. the one that they decided to place right there. So, thank you so much, Zara. Um, yeah, I can wow, never wear Zara. it again. Good job. And that was fashion. very embarrassing when I got home and finally realized that. Yes, but thank God no one noticed it. Or now that we've heard from Elena that she's the least observant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it the other nothing. two
1: people we were with did not notice either.
0: Okay, fine um but yeah she's wearing these sheer pants and this yes this like cream colored drapey shirt with some Mm -hmm. dangly earrings and her hair is up she looks beautiful yes and they're having wine and dinner and laura is prepared for something so Mm -hmm. she says she starts to talk and martin says you want something i know my princess yeah and through this dinner conversation it's so gross we learn that laura works at the library three mornings a week but they'd like her to come in full time and martin already feels like he's being accommodating allowing (laughs) her to work just those three days three mornings okay Okay, and Martin, we, I know. We also find out Laura ran away for two days about six months ago. She says it was to be at her mom's funeral, and she'll never forgive herself for allowing her mom to die by herself and not bringing her into her and Martin's home. And Martin says, well, he would have come and paid his respects uh, like she wanted him there. Like it's just
1: it's very strange. And yeah. also he makes the comment of
0: don't beat yourself up. Oh, which it was like yes. so for just you you mm-hmm. beat her up like yeah. what well he also says need I remind you how I worried and yeah. she says she said, oh. no you reminded me enough the night I came home, Came back which is yes. such a like yes. oh god and then this scene he says I didn't enjoy having to do that and she says of course not that if you did you that would make you a monster yeah
1: yes sorry I got ahead of that. <laughs> I too much. I, I know the dialogue too well. I know. You know this scene for scene.
0: Hopefully I'm doing it justice.
1: So you far. are. You absolutely are. And I think this scene is one of my favorites because this is where you can actually see her fighting back a little mm-hmm. and like a little bit of tension. And then he ha- makes that comment about like, if I didn't know you better, I would think that you were deliberately picking a quarrel. Yeah, he says quarrel <laughs> <coral> again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, he says he. he tried to get to start out of going fight, on the boat but tonight. He says, again. And why does he talk like an Edwardian Riddler? Everything is like, <laughs> I do declare that we shall this evening. <laughs> like, it's not quite an accent. But like,. Yeah, he totally does have like a very like I think that this actor like got really
1: into this role. Like I feel like he especially knowing some of the trivia villainous and evil mm -hmm.
0: and it's fine, it's working. But like his speech pattern and the way that he says things is not the way that even if you're trying to be this menacing evil henchman, like Yeah. He... Right. Abusive husband? It's just so
1: funny. He's a bit cartoonish, which is probably, like, looking back at it now, one of my biggest critiques of the movie is that, like, nobody is this one-dimensional and just, just like, he's just completely evil, and, like, obviously there had to have been something about him that she was initially attracted
0: to. Well, there's, like, one part later where she kind of explains it. She does, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yes, he's... he. But yes he's declares. so weird
1: he's very funny honestly he's
0: <laughs> like he's evil and horrible Just the but way funny his, his little monologues are always like Oh okay, yes okay martin yes like okay you're, Did you are read ridiculous. that in a book yeah um <laughs> he like sounds like he's never talked to human exactly beings. yeah, yeah. <sighs> you're right but laura isn't getting out of the sailing voyage unfortunately she is dressed perfectly for it she's wearing a fisherman sweater an anorak a ponytail with many hairbands in it like was it not a braid I wanted it to be a braid, but instead it was this ponytail that she does a couple times or another time, yeah, where it has little
1: hair bands. I think I tried to do that a few times. Yeah, me too, and it doesn't. It looks very good on her.
0: It does. She looks beautiful. She looks super young, and she Mm -hmm. looks ready to go on this boat ride, even though of course she doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. So we're sailing away now. It's dark. It's it's scary. Of course, it's storming. Of course. Um, It's really coming down. Like the the boat is filling with water and Laura is not looking good. (laughs) Like they're completely soaked. It looks super miserable. Yes. There's some sailboat talk. They have to tighten the jib and crank and they kind of get it. But Martin actually ends up going overboard like him and the doctor Mm -hmm. are are fighting to to take control of this boat together. The doctor gets Martin back on board and there's just like so much scuffling and Mm -hmm. kerfuffle. But Laura's gone. Yep. Martin notices right away Laura is off the boat. She is nowhere to be found. He's looking all around the boat, and he screams, Laura! Which, as you can imagine for me, by the end, I was like, shut the fuck up, Martin. (laughs) I, as a Laura, just... As a fellow Laura, I I am... I (laughs) am taking offense to how many times you were screaming my goddamn name. It was like, truly, I don't... I wanted to count. It had to be around 20, because it was so many times. Yes. Laura! 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 Laura, She can't swim! Laura! And it's like... It's I disassociated like an by the end. My name meant nothing. I was like... These You're are- like, I am also Sarah Walters. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. He's anguished. He's for- he's so upset. But it, this, again, my name no longer has meaning from how many times he's said mm-hmm. it. So they get to the Coast Guard. There's a search for her. It's like frantic. They find something. It's only her life jacket. And Martin knows that she can't swim. So Laura is lost at sea and presumed dead because she can't swim. Yeah. She's off the boat. Like to- I just
1: want to ask, though, like... Why would your... Do do people's life jackets come off? Like... Yeah, I guess. Okay. So that's like a normal thing.
0: Well, I don't know. It was so...
1: I mean, obviously, I'm just trying to think of it if it were... If it really had been an accident.
0: Yeah. Was it because... If she didn't have it put on correctly. Okay, you're right. Yeah. She didn't like boats. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. But Martin comes home... And instead of crying or speaking to the police, he picks up a small statue and throws it through the window and goes into the deck to scream. Laura, again, in the wind.
1: I just have to say, Michael has a great impression of this moment because it really is hysterical. I know. He picks up a statue... He like slowly walks towards the window, and then he has this very exaggerated look at himself, mm-hmm. like his reflection, yeah, he, <laughs> and he
0: like makes this horrible face, and he's like, "Ah!" <laughs> and he throws it, yeah. And which is
1: like, and then he steps
0: over the glass. Yeah, you've now just ruined. That's going to be expensive. And to then replace. he heaves his body like Laura. He off like again. He's, he's very exaggerated. He is, yeah. And some days later, who knows how long, uh, we get Laura's funeral. And for some reason, she gets a beautiful headstone at a beach in a grassy area where no other gravestones are around. I don't know. (laughs) I didn't notice that. It's like not a graveyard. It's just kind of a... I mean, I guess there's no body, so it's not necessarily super... Is it supposed to be his yard? It doesn't... No, it doesn't. No, it looks more like a park. It's like a park. And it's just like a headstone (laughs) with some (laughs) brand They're like, let me just move it here for a little bit. And a picture of her.
1: So, Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's like for someone who seemed lovely, like yeah. that's not a very I mean, it wasn't I wouldn't be satisfied with that funeral.
0: No, I was it was weird. Um I was looking for other headstones, but it was just but the beach. you were like, Where are the other headstones? Yes. But we flash back to the night that Laura got lost at sea. And I love this. She's alive. She can swim. Laura gives this amazing voiceover monologue. I really do love this monologue. Yes, me too. And we get a bit of a montage of her actually conquering her fears and taking swimming lessons in secret. Go, Laura. Mm-hmm. So she did that knowing that there would be a day where... He wasn't looking. He wasn't looking. And maybe the opportunity for her to to swim, to have to, you know... Yeah. It's a It's a thing she needed to learn, and thank God she did. Um, but I, I don't have any exact quotes from this. I was, like, trying to type as furiously as possible from... But there was something about the like the the, the lights new, would guide her the home. The lights from yeah. the broken yes. glass would. It was very guide poetic. It was very beautiful, and it yeah. reminded me of Gone Girl a little. Yeah. Because in like the Gone Girl scene where she says like I'm so much fucking happier now that uh, I'm dead. I'm it's, gonna rewatch that movie yeah. tonight just because I'm. It's, I have uh, it too. it's so
1: good. Um, um, yeah. So, I think I don't even know what I was gonna say. Never mind me. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just, like, I I do love that particular voiceover. Yes, it's so and good. And I, I remember. I, the only thing about it is, that, like, looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, what a lucky I know. happenstance,
0: you know. Oh, it definitely She breaks the like, glass. Maybe she thought she was going to swim away. Like,
1: i know not No, I think sure. that, that was sort of, I think she broke the glass knowing that she was going to be going out on the boat that yeah. night. She mm-hmm. obviously learned to swim because she thought there would be a moment where he wasn't watching if they were in the water that she could get away. But how was she going to do that if it was as beautiful weather as it was supposed to be? So yeah. I guess it was just it was supposed all... to kind of be in her favor that
0: it went the way it did. For a minute, I th- actually thought the doctor was in on it. Mm. I had like a, oh, because he's new. He's like a new neighbor. Maybe she was able to arrange something where he's like. Okay, don't worry. Like I. Yeah. I actually know it's storming tonight. Exactly. That would make more sense.
1: That's what I thought. But that doesn't ever. Okay. I, that's not. I would have never is. thought of that just because, of course. I was trying to make so it make times. sense. Really. Yeah. No, that
0: would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still storming because um, like now we're flashed back to that night and Laura is triumphant in her soaked through white tank and undies yes. and she is hurriedly rushing through the water so that she can get to the house um, like as fast as she can. I mean, it's, it's yeah. stormy, choppy waters, but she gets into the house. She grabs her go bag. She's been hiding a go bag and she's got cash supplies ready to go. She cuts her beautiful hair. Not that much, but not that much. But okay. Um, It's still long and she puts it up into a short black bob wig with bangs. Yeah, it doesn't look great on her. No, it's not a great look. Um, She takes off her rings and she flushes them down the toilet and then she cleans up any water that she's tracked throughout the house and she's off, baby. She's on a bus. She is out of there. And just want to mention of all the things that she planned out,
1: throwing a ring in the toilet to try to... To we'll get back to this, you know, flush it down the toilet. Just probably not the smartest. Why didn't you just take it with you? Yeah,
0: I know she wanted to symbolically. I think I was. I
1: think it was an emotional decision rather than a strategic, like throw it out the window later on. Yeah, because yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, Laura's on the bus bus. and she accepts a green apple from an insane seeming woman. But okay, I
1: love the (laughs) apple lady. Like I, I just remember her from my youth.
0: (laughs) She's such a weirdo. Very weird. This lady's like. It's like chewing noises or something in the the captions. And then she's like, hello, want an apple? (laughs) It's like, are you? Is this Snow White? (laughs) Exactly. But okay, Laura takes it. And then they kind of start talking. And we find out Laura is going to see her mom, who is not dead. She's She's in a nursing dead Surprise. She has a conversation with the stranger and tells her the story of what happened to a friend. Um, that she was visiting and Mm -hmm. she says the friend's husband was nice until after the honeymoon and then he started beating her so this is where we get a little glimpse of like he was really charming he was Mm -hmm. this wonderful fiance and then after they got married and they're after their honeymoon or on their honeymoon he started beating her and she called the police she called a lawyer but no one was really willing to help her and kind of just said like you can make a citizen's arrest (laughs) which is crazy yeah um but this friend escaped to start a new life the lady sees right through this and of she's course. like yeah. apple i think lady. you're very brave and asks her how long she stayed and laura knows the exact amount of days three <laughs> years seven months and six days and okay thanks for the apple weird old lady we just
1: get some she's yes. like an our, it's exposition exactly yeah. yeah and also but like feels like a weird like
0: fairy godmother yes. like and the green apples come back yeah so.
1: that's true yeah they do
0: yeah so it turns out we're in Iowa. We've made it to Iowa. We're Cedar in Cedar Falls. Falls. It looks very idyllic. It's a cute little charming downtown. There's kids. There's tree-lined streets. And Laura immediately finds a perfect home for rent yep. for $700 a month. $700. Which hurts to hear. Um, it's white. I don't know what to call the style. It's like colonial. It's it a very classic, colonial. charming yeah. home. And it has green shutters, which oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, it needs some sprucing up. It needs some dusting, but it's beautiful, and she does a really good job making it cozy and homey, Although I am furious with her for painting that beautiful green kitchen butter yellow. Yes, she paints over the. I thought she was painting the kitchen green. Yeah, no, me too at first. And I was but like, oh, it's... I love this green kitchen. But she's Which, actually just getting rid of it. I need to redeem myself because last episode I said that the arc digest for Dakota Fanning mm. had a green kitchen. I recognize that and it's Dakota later on. Johnson. It's Dakota Johnson. Yes. <laughs> How okay. Dare well, I. Sometimes we have to do corrections. In the I love a green episodes. kitchen. Yeah. She paints it yellow though and her hair is curlier now that it's shorter which I'm familiar with that. Um, <laughs> she's making her home very beautiful. She's filling it with flowers and fresh produce and she's hanging out her go- on her gorgeous porch swing in a white t-shirt and like loose she jeans. She looks idyllic. Yeah. I love that outfit. To yes. me like a white t-shirt and white a t-shirt jeans, and she's like jeans, got her this- beautiful hair. Yes.
1: I think it's supposed to show that like yeah. this is who she is. Exactly. This is like the, the Laura that probably existed before Martin ever came around. Yep,
0: that's the exact note I he have. He probably like, liked her hair very Yes, this is a stark contrast to who she was when she was forced into being the person that she had to be with Martin in Cape Cod or on Cape Cod. So yeah, everything is warm and cozy here, and in contrast to how formal and modern and stark everything was on Cape Cod. So. Yeah, and I was telling my mom, like I think one of the things that I do
1: really still love so much about this movie is like the contrast between the atmospheric like cloudy beaches rough waters of their beach house together on cape cod and then this like springy greenery and like good old american small town in cedar falls with like beautiful tree-lined streets and stuff it's just like it's very perfect for where she's at yeah totally
0: i completely agree we see her intentionally not line up her hand towels yes i love this and when she's doing this she notices a neighbor who is watering (laughs) his uh his yard and singing the jet song from west side story and doing a little dance coordinated with the watering routine and she yeah. kind of finds this charming she's when like "Oh, you're a jet, yeah you're a jet all the way. it's cute i guess but he looks like a wolverine so. he really
1: like, michael was like he's not an attractive man and i was <laughs> like i think it's the hair mm, it's
0: so much hair it's just like insane. there's like a ton of hair he he's looks got, like almost like a troll <laughs> yeah his hair is too long for his for the beard? Like, yeah. he needs to pick one. He's either got to have a, a big beard or a big hair. Yeah, he looks like he could be It's just um, too overwhelming. Centaur. There's barely any <laughs> Like, face. he could be attached to a horse. Yeah, like he could be I don't a find him to with... be the most attractive. Do you no. know who
1: was supposed to play him previously? I saw it was John Cusack. Oh. Wait, who did you see?
0: No, I, di- I didn't see. Oh. I know someone was supposed to. I just can't picture that.
1: Yeah, apparently it was John Cusack. Or... But he didn't like the script. Yeah. I and saw I someone dropped was... out yep there were a few dropouts there was for julia roberts kim basinger oh right and apparently was originally written for jane fonda oh yes one of our previous yeah. celebrities mothers or mm-hmm. aunts aunts yeah um and then uh gosh there's someone else well i get it's on the tip of my tongue but there okay, was another get guy
0: to it. probably for martin maybe i don't know yeah but um, i do
1: love that like I love that he, instead of singing all the lyrics, but he's, like, still fully in. He's, like,
0: do, 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 mm-hmm. do. And he's, like, pop
1: pop, And he has the little – Yeah. His little spray. What are those called? Uh, hose. hose. Hose, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's lame, but whatever. He's lame, yeah. Um, back on Cape Cod, Martin is stalking around the beach, and he cuts his foot on some glass, and that's when he notices that the bulbs from <gasps> the lights have been broken. Shit. Oh, my so gosh. It's his first kind of, like, uh, yeah,
1: is... it just turns his head.
0: Yeah. Nothing hmm.
1: dramatic yet, just... Okay. Weird. Observant.
0: Yeah, and yelling because he cut his foot. Yep. So Laura is so happy in her gorgeous Iowa home with her intentionally not perfect pantry with normal food in it like Triscuits and Rotel. Yes, and V8 juice. Yeah, she decides to go pick some green apples from her neighbor's tree. She sees them through the window. Mm-hmm. And... He does not do a good job greeting her. No, he's I was very like, he's scary. trying so hard I to be like cute and teasy, Mysterious and tease. But yeah. he does not know. She does not need this. So he catches her in the yard and he's giving her a hard time and she's stealing his apples, really. But <laughs> he says, well, let's make a deal. You can have all the apples if you share the apple pie you're going to use them in. And she had gathered them up in her dress and she lets them fall to the ground and says, I don't make deals. Yeah,
1: I do love... Like, her yeah. cute little basket like, dress of, <laughs> for apples, It's also just adds to the, like, her being like, this, like, adorable, wholesome person. But uh, him being like, I love apple pie. Let's make a deal. I was like, you... This is
0: immediately too familiar and
1: flirty. And yeah, like, like, can you stop? And also, creepy.
0: Also, I don't think
1: I would have been... I mean, I absolutely would not have been into this whole song and dance that he no. was doing.
0: I would have been like, can I just... You have a million apples. Can I just yeah. have these, like, ten? And she was
1: like, it's just to make a pie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was like, are you, is she supposed to be slightly southern? I, don't know. I know she just has that like Americana, yeah. wholesomeness. So later in her kitchen, she's cutting a green apple. I don't know if it's that one that she stole. It doesn't seem like it. And this neighbor comes by with a shirt full of apples, so he's holding all of them in his shirt. All of now. her bruised apples, yeah. And she decides to let him in, and we get a good look at Ben, the neighbor. Like we said, he's he's hairy. <laughs> he's young. He's probably in his late twenties, but he's just so hairy. <laughs> He's in a turtleneck. He's got like this shoulder length, curly hair, big beard. He, We find out he's the drama teacher at the local college, which totally fits with how he looks. He's just...
1: I'm <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing
0: it. I just... Just having you describe him
1: as so hairy. Like, of course he is, but I've just never thought of it that way before. <laughs> it's just like, it, it's
0: overwhelmingly, it's just hair. And but, I, do you uh, think he
1: would be cute if he didn't have the hair? No,
0: unfortunately Yeah, I think he's kind of just like... I don't know. He's just a little like doughy, <laughs> like like kind of like. <laughs> oh my god, he does. I feel like he
1: has kind of nice blue eyes. That's like maybe I his literally only can't thing. tell
0: because the hair is <laughs> just, just overwhelming. Every that's all I can see. But <laughs> Laura seems to like him. They bond over um, a shared love of West Side Story, and they do get a little bit flirty. Yeah, but Ben starts to ask. Oh, we find out his name's Ben. He starts to ask questions, and Laura's like, eh, it's too late." Bye. She won't even give him her name. No. And Ben's like, okay, well, you can come over for pot roast at 8 p.m. the next night. Yeah. Like, very pushy. And I, I like, was like, I don't think I would say no. yes to this. And I like pot roast, but if someone was like, 8 p.m. dinner for pot roast, I'd be like, I, I have to eat pot roast at 6 p.m. Because I need to digest. Like, that's a heavy meal. And He's like, like, if you don't show, I'll be having pot roast for a week day, For something. a week straight. Yeah.
1: Which we, I think we did forget to mention that uh, her the realtor that she got the house from. Oh yeah. She announced that her name was um, Sarah Waters. Sarah Waters yeah, instead right. of Laura Burney. Mm-hmm. So she has adopted this new, yeah, identity, has new identity. Although she wouldn't even give Ben either of her names. Yeah, she really hasn't shared that much yet.
0: Um so now we're at Martin's vaguely financial important job and a dumb idiot woman, this fucking bitch, <laughs> Vanessa Shelley. Calls Martin to express her condolences about Laura's death, and Martin asks this tattletale twat, Vanessa Shelley, (laughs) how he knew Laura, she knew Laura, (laughs) and she says, from the YMCA, where we took swimming lessons together, Vanessa! Oh my god. (laughs) I'm crying. He's like, no, that can't be right, she can't swim, Vanessa. And (laughs) Vanessa's like, well, that's why she took lessons, Martin. And she also took gymnastics, right? Like I'm so confused.
1: And then he was like, "No, my you must be confused. My wife yeah. never took gymnastics." And, and she's she, like,
0: "No, well, but sh- that's how she said she why she had all the bruises." Vanessa,
1: <laughs> are you serious? Did you just call this man and then like he was like, "No, I've never heard of her swimming. She is Give him all terrified. of this information. Vanessa, and you then, work at the YMCA." Oh, I, I, she or, told I don't us know how she, she got there. all those terrible
0: bruises. Why would you really reveal that information <sighs> at this point? Vanessa Shelley, I you are enemy number 1. <laughs> Martin's head is spinning, literally. it's spinning. the camera right here, like camera like <laughs> the just camera spinning spinning around, around, head around head in the room, music. and his eyes are wild, and it's just this Martin is really freaking out, and he slams the phone and he looks wild and and then, <gasps> yeah, he hurries back to the Cape Cod home where it looks like they're packing up and moving out. he's He's maybe deciding to sell or something, but there's sheets over everything. and he pulls out a box labeled Laura's personal records, and he tears through <laughs> very a, specific yeah everything he's organized. He's looking for clues. He's going crazy. He's literally like digging through her tampons and he cuts himself when he's doing this. He goes to wash his hand. He's in the bathroom at this point and he sees Laura's wedding ring at the bottom of the toilet bowl. Yeah. Apparently he's never he it again. When he was peeing. Yeah. He never he, noticed like, it. Like off the roof or something. <laughs> I don't know. He just never used that toilet again. It didn't go down the drain. They probably have multiple bathrooms. Who knows? I guess. And so, and maybe, oh, it was in Laura's bathroom. So maybe he just never went back in there. Maybe. But had either like way, a, Laura, this was your one. Not oh, you, Laura. Sorry. Yes.
1: This story laura this is her
0: one downfall here so he knows that she's alive and she came back to the house and back in iowa laura should we start calling her laura sarah like laura laura but sarah yeah laura slash sarah yeah if
1: you feel more comfortable not calling her laura and you want to change to calling her sarah i am
0: totally all we can just do laura because really she's laura so in iowa she's bringing her perfect apple pie to ben's and he has lit the roast on fire (laughs) So I would. This is hilarious. I would be so pissed. I was immediately pissed. I was like, I don't find this incompetence funny. I'm annoyed. Why did you light that on fire? I, I'm and hungry.
1: He, and then he accidentally lights the the it's dish like towel he gets, on fire. Right? Or he whatever. gets yeah. the
0: fire out of the mm-hmm. pot roast, but he lights the dish dishwasher. I don't think it's dish funny. Dish towel on fire. I was not laughing at all. I was like, "This I was is." Laughing. I don't think it was, I didn't find it humorous. I would be like, "Are we eating? Should I go home? I'm going to eat this apple pie by myself." I gave you one chance, Ben. You're not and holding up you your end of the deal. Where is the pot roast? Yeah. They eat it though. He yeah. puts it. He yeah. plates it. Maybe is it she okay? likes burnt. Sperm- pot roast I don't know it looks like there's some potatoes and salad to save the meal but anyway yeah. they eat the roast that's on fire he's kind of like not being apologetic either he's like oh of course I lit it on fire like oh, yeah I would do that yeah I think he's like I'm not a ben fan so I'm like,
1: <laughs> yeah you're I can I don't think you're gonna you not you don't like any men in I don't movie, I imagine no which is fine I don't
0: like them either or in general so Ben starts asking some normal first date questions like where are you from what's your name And she doesn't <laughs> want to talk about it um he also says that he knows that she needs a job because it's small talk and people like it's a small town and there's like gossip mm-hmm. about her and yeah. he can help her. But she doesn't have a driver's license, transcripts, letter of recommendation. And like she was, he works at the college. So maybe she could like get a job there, but she has none of that. And she puts her hands through her hair, exasperated and Ben catches a glimpse of the wound on her head yep in that, that fabulous head of hair was hiding. And he's mm-hmm. like, Jesus, what happened? You okay? And she says, yeah, I'm going to be. And he's yeah. like, okay, well, can I at least know your name? Yeah. And <laughs> Which she's is like, so okay. Weird. Yeah. So then how did he know that she was looking for a job? Like,
1: Right. They might have just been like, oh, that beautiful woman with that I head guess. of hair. Yeah, probably. I don't know. They were like, this is a small town. Like, yeah. There's only one person that looks like Julia Roberts here. Uh,
0: so that's – it's – you know, they're having a nice conversation. But oh, no. We see Martin. He is in the sleepy Iowa town. He, <laughs> he's walking in this – like, he looks – insane he's just in this he, full suit trench coat and everyone is, yeah. is in like summer clothes and he can we is, could just call him mustache trench coat or something? yeah uh, yeah well i do feel like martin is a good name for it, him is, for right, it is you're right but but yes he he looks very villainous um he's at oak rest which is laura's mom's nursing home mm-hmm. um and he's talking with a woman there she looks like the sophisticated lady in charge and unfortunately martin tricks this woman into telling him that laura's mom is not dead he yep. like asks her some leading questions and then she's like Wait, no, she's not dead. You misunderstood. Six months ago, Laura came and collected her, and she took her mom to come live with you. Like, Which what he you wasn't expecting to hear, I don't yeah. think. He no, was he just was shocked. Trying to
1: figure out, like, where would Laura be now? Yeah,
0: he was super shocked. So. Uh... I hate all of these pointless women. I don't, we never get a name for her, but she's as bad as Vanessa Shelley. So now uh, Laura is walking around with Ben and he says he knows her name isn't Sarah because he called from Walgreens. Yeah. He He saw her walking around Walgreens and he called her name and she didn't even notice him.
1: And she was like, maybe I didn't hear you. And he was like,
0: your name's not Sarah. And she's like,
1: maybe I didn't hear you.
0: He's not getting the hint though, and he's like, "Listen, we need. I I know something's going on. We need to have honesty. Otherwise, the buck stops here." And she says, "Okay, well, it never started. Fair fit check." Laura's wearing a white t-shirt with a sunflower <laughs> print dress over it, and her hair is loose in a big white scrunchie. She looks amazing. She, I love all the looks. She, I told you, her outfits yeah. are just—they so, are on fleek. It Seems like maybe they kind of broke up before anything even gotten had gotten started, but it's also like two days after. She yeah, it was left like he yeah she literally has a fresh wound on her forehead yeah let's let the blood actually dry not even just metaphorically yes exactly and uh, like he
1: made her one pot roast that was burnt
0: that was burnt like what do you think right and like she
1: stole apples from him that he made her feel guilty about like yes it hasn't started oh
0: my god sorry for my distraction i'm approving my chicken nugget substitution oh my gosh is this an instacart order from my whole foods order yeah fine I'll take those um so now Laura is at a payphone and she's calling a new nursing home so that must be where her mom is she moved her mom Mm -hmm. to this other nursing home so she's calling her mom really just to hear her mom's voice because she doesn't say anything to her she covers up the receiver and she says I love you I miss you I have so much to tell you I'll see you soon yeah which is so sweet it's so
1: cute and I was also like does that really work can you really just cover up the receiver I guess you can I guess this is the 90s but it
0: was so sweet because she like yeah, she yeah. loves her mom so much, and she's wearing a light yellow cardigan and ripped jeans,
1: so casual Just outfit goals. Continuously beating her last outfit. Yeah,
0: and so Martin knows Laura's alive. He's yeah. hired a PI. Oh my god. Or something like he's hired some like agency to yeah. find Laura's mom, and he says there's 20k at the end of this for them because he knows if he finds he's her so mom, creepy. he'll find Laura. Yeah, which is smart. I mean, yeah, he's right, and he's so evil, and so is the PI. So back in Cedar Falls, there's a Fourth of July parade. And yes, Ben so spots Laura cute. and he goes running over. She looks beautiful again. She's in this pink t shirt dress that's like linen y and flowy. Yes. And he she's can smiling. barely contain himself. Oh my like god. He, he is, is drawn yeah. from across the parade. Like mm-hmm. he almost gets like run over. He three like times. throws this kid that's on his shoulders off <laughs> yeah, of him. We never like, find out goodbye. who those people are, but he's like, Goodbye. Okay, I I forgot I had and this then, kid on my Yeah, shoulders. Laura's like,
1: Oh, she was beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: So things are back to being flirty. They're walking around. He is so hairy, but he does—he is wearing a great outfit here. It's like this dusty blue button-down mm-hmm, and tan mm-hmm, loose mm-hmm. pants. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, we have an expository convo where, like, we we learn that Ben lived in New York City. He tried to be an actor. Of course, he did. He came back to his hometown. I know, right? To now he's Harry. a drama teacher. And Laura moved back to be with her mom, but hasn't seen her yet because she doesn't think it's safe. So she admits this to Ben. So she's letting him in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, he knows because she's not going by her real name. She's yeah. like. Really, not wanting any sort of connection, but now she lets him know this. So, we cut to Laura's mom. This is the first time we've actually seen her, and Who's she's adorable. She's so cute. She's in her new nursing home and she's knitting and she's humming and she's staring out the window, though we know she's blind. She's blind. Yeah, not necessarily staring. And she drops a needle, her knitting needle, and she's feeling around for it on the ground, but there's men's shoes that are right near the needle she can't see this Mm -hmm. it's martin and the music is like yeah it is scary i I actually thought that part was pretty scary yeah (laughs) i honestly
1: this is one of the most suspenseful parts of the Mm -hmm. movie is just everything that happens in this nursing home yes
0: yeah they flash up to martin he's just staring at her which he does i have a note i guess it's not that scary because he looks like me when i've gotten into a stare which you know when you get into a stare and like you're just like you know when you get into a stare yeah, isn't that an expression? Is that not?
1: I don't know that expression. Really? What?
0: You know when your eyes like glaze over oh. and you're just in a stare.
1: Yes, I do that all the time. Yeah. What do you call that? Uh, like I'm just like, like daydreaming. I don't know. In a stare. <laughs> I didn't know that was an expression. Okay. Well, I learned anything. I'm in a stare I have half my life. No idea if that's a real expression, but every time
0: I'll like John will be like, I
1: say I'm spacing out. That's oh, what I okay, say. Okay. Well, yeah. that's
0: also what it is. But yeah. I'll say, oh, I was in a stare, and John says a Fred stare, and it annoys me to know oh, end. Oh wow,
1: okay, did not
0: know this. So maybe it's really is, not an expression. Quintessential I'll me. Have to Google it after. So Laura's just getting home from the Fourth of July parade with Ben, and Ben knows that she's terrified of someone or something. So he decides to do the scariest thing ever, which is to bang on her door instead of knock normally. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He's like. I can't do it. But you know, like Yeah, no,
1: it's like it's the just- full like it's like when you have a screen door plus that weird metal door yeah. plus the other thing and it's like Exactly. Yeah.
0: Why not? And knock? she's like Ooh! or call out first. So he terrifies her. Um he wants to take her somewhere to the college, but which is he ends up taking her to the college theater where he pulls out all the stops <laughs> on the stage. There's fake snow. There's twinkly lights. She's on a rope swing. It's very corny, but I guess it's not I liked cute. this scene. It's cute. This is the only thing where I was. And like then Brown Eyed Girls start playing. Yeah. So it. he lets her play around in the costume department. She puts on a blazer, a top hat, oh my gosh, and she's dancing to Brown Eyed Girl. Yeah, yeah. This is when it comes on. Um, a song I always believed is about me. Um, <laughs> it's about the other Laura. <laughs> yeah. This Laura. Fine. More deserving. Um, it's a cute montage scene. Ben is like really falling in love with goofy Laura, and she gets to be like. So herself goofy. and yeah. yeah they're like trying on hats mostly they're just trying on hats one of the hats when she like sticks her tongue out and that's then very scary to, it's like very weird <laughs> it's like almost a little creepy it's a mask yeah that's like really scary and mm-hmm. anyway the next cassette plays and it's run around sue by dion and it's a great song and a great scene i know Love you like that song. song yeah um they have a lot of fun they're dancing around and it's honestly very impressive like the theater <laughs> setup that they have this backstage and yep, ben is a he's good very dancer profesh. yeah so after this cute date they get back to laura's and they kiss which yep. again it's a pretty quick turnaround for Laura faking her own death and running away to start yep. a new life. I would probably She's really starting to be very trusting of Ben. Yeah, I would recommend she just you know, take some time for herself, first, but yeah. whatever, I can't judge, so yeah. although I am. Um they're making out on the stairs. Ben is actually on top of her, which makes me laugh, but yeah. then he starts like getting more aggressive and this is where I do not like Ben because she tells him to stop and he does yes, not listen. He does not listen.
1: There's he's like, way too into, yeah, like, Yeah, there's, like, it. a
0: good five seconds where he's not listening. And she's like, Ben, Ben, She's stop. freaking out. Yeah. And it was getting, like, very aggressive for their first time right. really She's also, out. like,
1: on some stairs yes. in a very, like, yes. compromising position where it's, like, this cannot be comfortable for her. Exactly. And he's just, like, yum, yum, yum. She's like, oh, stop. <laughs> ew, ew, ew.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, she freaks out. And she's like, get off of me. Um, and he says, like oh, he really did a number on you or something like that. What did he do do to to you? you? Yeah. She's like, oh, gosh, Ben, you have to leave. You have to leave. You have to go. Anyway, the next morning, Laura does walk over to Ben's porch swing, which he's sitting on, and she's wearing the little creamy yellow cardigan again and light wash loose jeans. And she sits with him and she tells him what happened to her with Martin and that she had an abusive husband and she's afraid. And he says, of what? (laughs) I know. It's like, what do you mean? Ben. Oh, mean Martin. If some, if <laughs> I just gave my full life story and I had been in an abusive relationship that I fake killed myself to escape, and then said I was afraid, and the person I like said of what, I'd be like, I am tossing <laughs> of you off the porch swing. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the high kicks, and we are swinging <laughs> off, and you are out of my life. <laughs> I, I can't. I know it's the most
1: instead, insensitive question he could ask her, and she's like, um,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't wonder. know. Yeah. I have a fake identity. Yeah. Anyway, she says that she's getting her life back together and she's glad that he's there. So I guess they've made up. She doesn't care that he asked her that. Yeah. So now Ben is helping. She doesn't have the best taste. (laughs) No, she doesn't. (laughs) Um, Ben is helping Laura disguise herself as a man to go visit her mom so she feels safe. Yes. And they just show him putting a mustache on her at first. She's like, it tickles. I I thought she was doing Martin cosplay. I was like, (laughs) is she going to self-heal? Like, is she going to dress like him? and talk to herself and like oh my god this
1: is incredible i'm so glad we're watching this i was so confused i was
0: like (laughs) she looks like martin (laughs) like what's going on martin cosplay might be my favorite new thing that's come out of this movie okay well it's not that but she puts on this little wig and the mustache and it's cute she looks horrible i just want to say that ben
1: says (laughs) Your mother's not even gonna recognize you. And she was like, Oh no, she'll recognize me. She's I'm blind. Like, also
0: she's blind. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> That's so stupid. You're right. Okay. Well, she looks bad. She looks like her name is Herb. And <laughs> she's she I mean she's Julie Roberts. She's just like small and cute. Right, like but now she's got the prop wig wasn't yeah. the best. This is even worse. Yeah, she's got a boy brown wig on and a mustache. She does a good job of changing her walk though. Yeah, she walks kind of like hunched over. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, her mom is blind, so it's okay. She starts singing the mockingbird song though mm-hmm. um when she walks in and so then the mom is like "Yeah, you're here and they have a sweet moment of catching up although he she does feel her face and is like what's going on there because she feels the mustache <laughs> she's like are you doing martin cosplay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i thought your horrible husband had a mustache <laughs> um so she fills her mom in about her life and they hug which it's it's a really sweet moment of her finally getting to see her mom so then the most disturbing thing yet of the entire film happens, which is Martin drinking out of a water fountain. It is <laughs> Oh my God. Do you remember that part? Yes. His mouth. Why does he do that? He's just like Okay, guys, he does not drink out of a water fountain no, like a normal he, person. Like, you know how you just molest. You just allow, Yes. You just allow the water to come into your mouth. Yes. You don't no. have to do much active motions. It's just kind of like <laughs> his mouth is like continuously neat,
1: like it's almost like it's like a in, fish that's yeah.
0: gasping for air. That's yeah. what he's doing to the water stream. It's like a circular motion with his lips. Do you, think that was a tr- do you think that he just this this person doesn't know how to drink out of a water fountain like I'm, i don't
1: know i want to say it was an active choice to have him tell be, you like the most just
0: disturbing person so disgusting i can't accurately it was shocking when he started doing that i was like Whoa. wait hold on how do i drink out of a water fountain i had to think i haven't drank out of water it's covid i haven't, I haven't thought about it in a while and then I thought, no, no you, you just kind of lean it, over. Right. You just swallow you the just water. You just open your mouth slightly, and it gets in there. <laughs> and you don't need to be doing that. That's actually yeah. probably less effective. So anyway, oh, God. He's in the, I mean, more or disturbingly, it, it I guess. Like a
1: Kristen Stewart situation, like in Twilight, where like she just doesn't know how to eat certain things. Yeah. Like, like the ketchup bottle thing. The ketchup thing, bottle. Yeah. Like, he really, maybe this guy is so wealthy in real life that he's, he's just, just never had, never had, had, had to use a, drink drink con. Out of a like, drinking like, con. So he's like, He's like, oh, I have to. I have to make this the is fish a story.
0: Yeah. This is a very active situation. Yeah. So Martin is talking to a nurse then. So he's in the nursing home and he's asking her to help him Ugh, out. He has like this person. little scheme. Um he he's, Dude, she, he's so creepy. Why does she fall for this? Why do all the women fall for know. his She's, little Yeah, one of the nurses is just like making googly eyes at him. And he said something like, Oh, my sister used to work here, if you could help me mm-hmm. out with this. He he has He was like, I I've you know, the family didn't approve of right. somebody and I'm trying to get
1: to her and I'm going to be staying in this motel room. Will you let me know? And I'm like, if she shows up and it's
0: like, that's creepy. Why did she agree to this? Yeah, but he's got her on his side. So then Martin goes to peek into Laura's mom's room and sees her just sitting there by herself. And as soon as he walks out, Laura appears. So they yeah. just narrowly missed each other. Also, why did he walk out? Like why? I think he thought nothing was going on. He was just kind of like peeking in. Peaking to see. In, but yeah. then he comes back to again. check on her. Yeah. So, super narrow miss. Um this nursing home is extremely bustling. I've never seen a busier nursing home in my life. In yeah, it was very very Reality, bustling. I don't think there's that many people rushing around. You're right. You're that right. That lively, but there are people everywhere. Um so now Laura's walking the halls disguised as this ugly oh my God, oh my God. small man and so is Martin. So there's tense music and they're like just missing each other again mm-hmm. and again. They're in these nursing room or nursing uh What's it called? Nursing home. Nursing home. <laughs> Hallway. Nursing house. Yeah, and they're they're just missing each other. So Laura is still in disguise, and now she stops at the drinking fountain. She is drinking from it normally. So this is where I felt I like had the confirmation. Like <laughs> you're like I, no, no, drink, okay. out I drink out of a water fountain. That's how I correctly um this is where suspense is really building yeah so martin walks up behind her apparently he's still he's just so thirsty he's parked he is <laughs> yeah why why does he need to use he's the thirsty again. again it's been like five minutes it also bet. he's just been walking around and now the well, nursing i guess because he's doing laps he's thirsty i don't know get one of those little paper cups and fill it up or something i don't know maybe he's like environmentally friendly now why does laura do this she slams her fist onto the button yeah why does she do that she doesn't know it was him behind
1: her no she didn't do it like to be mean she did it as like I think it wasn't turning off
0: oh so she was like what the hell so she did this very like boyish like like she just okay. starts smacking so I it. thought she slammed the button down so that it would get stuck no and splash in Martin's face but I, I think was it like, wasn't Wait. turning off it was already stuck okay that makes more sense so then she like hits it got
1: it And it's funny because he's looking at her face Mm -hmm. like he is behind her looking at her face. But he, you know, she really rocks his (laughs) like Martin cosplay. And he's like, that's not my wife. And then. Yeah. She gets up. Yeah, it it is crazy. There's this
0: dramatic scene around this water fountain. And then he gets sprayed in the face yep. because, of course, it was still, like, stuck. Like, stuck. She, okay, that makes yeah. more sense. I was thinking that she, like, somehow didn't like, like this person. And I was like, why is she randomly being evil? That's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that she's just going to shoot this person in the face. <laughs> she's fountain. too wholesome a woman to just, I know, like, it didn't make sense. But I was like, maybe as this man, she's feeling herself. She's like, I'm a, I've got to be like a guy. boom. i like, boom, boom, boom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess up this water fountain for this weird guy. Yeah. So, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And Thank now he's ready to time. just actually go into clothing room yes for real this time okay so now um laura's booking it out of there dressed as you know the the little man and martin (laughs) is like trailing behind her and a nurse stops him and is like oh my gosh hey the woman that you were talking about she actually hasn't had a single visitor in six months but he's like today yeah young woman no it was a small man with a mustache and he just left out that door and so martin goes (laughs) sprinting (laughs) he's sprinting after (laughs) the small man but nowhere to be found luckily so Laura gets home. She has taken Ben's, like, nice vintage convertible, and she's so happy. She runs into Ben's arms, and she's like, that was yeah, perfect. Was I idyllic. felt so safe. Um, and then I had, why did she slam the water bow- fountain button down? So i was still questioning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could help Thank you solve that mystery. Yes. So back at the nursing home, Martin has come into Laura's mom's room. Her name's Chloe. I keep forgetting that. And he says, I'll help you eat dinner. I'm a police officer. Oh, and then he takes on this this actual accent. Yeah. And he's like, excuse hey, me, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's pretending to be a police officer but I don't think a police officer would be like sure I'll feed you dinner but and she he's like wow how about a nice bite of steak yeah he gives her steak he gives her carrots and she's like okay kind of like allowing it at first but then he says have you had any visitors lately and she says yeah my nephew which good job from Wisconsin yeah (laughs) and Martin does manage to trick her though he tells her that they're actually after Laura's husband because they believe he's in the area and he's very dangerous so it's imperative they get in touch with Laura and she ends up telling Martin that Laura was going to call her on Sunday which isn't soon enough Martin says so Laura's mom is trying to remember things and she's like okay um she's with a man who teaches dramatics at a college in Cedar Falls and he's like who like he
1: accidentally <laughs> loses like his yeah. like police officer facade for a minute and he's like who Chloe
0: this is very important yeah he's not being very a nice police officer um and she's given him this helpful information, so then he's he's been pacing around the room with a pillow, and as she's given him all that she knows, he approaches yep. her bed with the pillow. He's about he to suffocate her. Yep. But thank God a nurse comes in with Chloe's medication, <laughs> and his murder attempt is thwarted. So he's like, here you go.
1: Here is the would Why wouldn't you want a
0: nice pillow behind your head as you're eating more steak and carrots? Yeah, it does not look comfortable, but good And she's covered. like, okay. Yeah. Um, so now we cut to a man walking back to his car. We're in a collegiate setting. Mm-hmm. He gets into his car and ooh, Martin's in his backseat with a gun. <laughs> Strangling him practically. He immediately puts him in a chokehold. He puts a gun to his head. And this is why I always look in my backseat. Same. A vehicle, I do the same. Martin could be that. I think it's there. because my whole life I had this. I know. Watch these yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. So Martin is like, where is she? I'm not going to ask you again, which she gave him zero seconds to respond. So like, yeah. Okay. And he's like, um... <laughs> why does it have to be me yeah and then this guy's like i don't know i'm gay yeah and martin is like oh okay don't tell anyone otherwise i'll kill you and your boyfriend and clocks him with the gun
1: i also (laughs) like i guess at this time instead of saying i'm gay yeah he said i live with another man man. Mm -hmm. so yes and martin's just
0: like okay i believe you yeah you seem you seem kind of gay um and then (laughs) because like seriously he just he hits him with the gun yeah and he's like if you tell anyone you and your gentleman friend (laughs) yeah
1: Sorry, I know
0: too much. You really know this entire movie. <laughs> I'm not even looking at my notes anymore. Oh my God. I'm scared. Okay, hopefully I got everything. You this did. are tor- the most observant person and the very detailed. So, Well, he stalks off here looking insanely suspicious. He walks right through a casual football game and he's in his full trench coat. Yeah. So he just looks like a, a slender man like walking through this like college group of students. Michael was like, he just walked through a football game. No one's really looking at him, but he looks insanely suspicious. Uh. Um, We've. We do get a scene of Ben directing his theater class. He seems like a really great teacher. He's like really taking notes on how all the students are communicating. And this, yeah, and mm-hmm. whoever, yeah. But Martin is there creeping. He's watching him. He's looking through a little window. And he knows this is the guy that Laura yeah. has been with. So he waits and he sees Ben getting his cool vintage convertible. And, uh, oh, that's kind of, that's all we see. Mm-hmm. And now we're at a carnival. There's the a lot carnival. going on in Cedar Falls. They just had a 4th of July parade and now they've got this really bustling carnival <laughs> and, and a bustling nursing home it's just yes a very, it's, very it's a it's a bustling town coming town um martin has clearly followed ben here and ben is um looking to meet up with laura so martin spots them reuniting and the suspenseful music plays and everything goes in slow-mo as laura and ben are laughing and like hugging and yes. stuff it's just this like slow-mo pan Her from beautiful, open laura and ben to martin laugh. looking insane <laughs> and then there's like carnival lights so it's kind of red and the background noise of screaming children is making it all the more creepy so it's just going back and forth back and forth between ben and laura super happy and martin just like incensed like and he it's is, that
1: soundtrack the one that i've sent you before that is just like the yeah. quintessential soundtrack of this movie where it's like dongs and mm-hmm. like,
0: dun, dun, yeah very and creepy music just
1: like he is so, so angry. angry
0: so he continues to spy on them and, and laura and ben make out on a ferris wheel and it's like going around and round and she's like Wee! And he's like smirking at this point because he's like, yeah. he's like, I've got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ben walks Laura home after the carnival and she wants to freshen up. So he like, you know, allows her into allows. I don't know. She goes into her house and he to take a her bath. Alone. Yeah. She decides to take a bath, um, which is
1: a weird way to freshen up when you're like going to be 20 minutes Yeah,
0: full on bath. So she gets into her clawfoot tub. She's soaking and she notices the hand towels in her bathroom are not perfectly lined up, but they're more lined up than, than she washed them. Yeah. And she thinks, okay, oh, my God, Martin might have been here. And his first order of business would be to arrange hand towels. Yes, I guess he comes over and he's like, let me assist you with the hand right towels. Right away. Um, so she gets out and she's, like, running around to check everything. She opens the cabinet. Okay, her cabinet still looks okay. She gets a little scared. Like, I guess he'd organize immediately if he was
1: there. This is – looking back at it now, it does not make sense. No. Like, I don't know. She's like, if
0: he was here, he would have organized my cabinets. I mean she I guess that like in, in my that towels. kind
1: of irrational um like tra- traumatic like yes. PTSD anything that reminds you of like your previous life
0: is probably totally. like, Oh my
1: god. Or like I would think that about like a ghost or something. Yeah. But And this that was is obviously
0: not... a big point of tension mm-hmm. for them like her They not...
1: only gave him OCD in order to like make this suspense of mm-hmm. like early on in the film he wanted her to make everything perfect with yeah. the cans and everything and yeah.
0: Yeah, so she doesn't think he's there. She hears a noise, but it's just the window that she left open, and it's, like, flapping in the wind. So when she closes it, there's a silhouette of a man. But, of course, it's just Ben being a fucking idiot. Yeah. just he's still, like, not understanding. The- and he's like, oh, you're so jumpy, God. And she's, like, just saying goodbye to old ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, you really know this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is it. So Ben has set out a romantic backyard picnic. And they lay on a blanket and they kiss. It is very sweet. It's cute. It's actually really cute. But you, you, like, Martin's watching them, so less cute. He walks her home and she's in another great pink dress. This one with little fabric Mm -hmm. buttons all down the front. So when she gets home, she puts on some music and... It's, is it the symphony? Yep. That's what plays It's Symphony the,
1: Fantastique
0: yeah. by Berlioz. Okay. So she plays that, though. No, it was like, she was already in. It was already in. Okay, it was that's in what it there.
1: Was. And so she was like, Got it. That's why she what? was. Yeah. So she's like walking the up the stairs, like, That's not what I meant to put on. But okay. also, like, why wouldn't you turn around and be like. I know,
0: because that's why I was asking, because she doesn't like turn it off. And she's she just she, like. We
1: already know she hates it. Because right. She told Ben anything. Yeah. But Symphony Fantastique, it
0: gives me the chills. Right, exactly. Well, upstairs, she's apparently left on the bath. And it's overflowed, so it's a mess, which I'm already worried about water damage and stuff. Right. Also, but whatever. You
1: didn't need to take a bath.
0: I know. We know she has a shower downstairs. Her smoke alarm starts going off, her smoke detector, and she's burned some toast, and it's really smoky. Laura is like not having a good night at home in this rental. No, <laughs> she's she's having a time. So she's walking around in the dark to toss her busted smoke alarm. She like poked it with the broom end, and yeah. it came off.
1: I've done that many times. Me
0: too. Um, and she walks back in, and the kitchen towels are actually all lined up perfectly. Yes, in and her they're kitchen. perfect. Yep. So she runs to the pantry and fuck, the food is all organized. Yep. It's and like all the v V8, Symphony, Fantastique playing. Yep. So this is just her nightmare. This is, he's, she knows he's back.
1: And she had looked at the cupboard before yep. she went to hang out Exactly. With ben, and and it was still messy. Yet. So in the time that she was doing that, yeah.
0: Martin was like, let me also rearrange I know. the I cupboard. Know. I mean, I guess they were probably, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But <laughs> He was scary. like bored waiting for her to get home. It is scary. So she runs, she's like, you know, gonna try to escape and Martin is right behind her. And he says, ah, oh, yes, the first touch of my princess when he, like, so gross. gets to her. um, It's so, sc- it's really scary. It is. This scary. is scary. This yeah. part's very, like, yeah. I know it's all cheesy and stuff with that, but, like, I did genuinely feel like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, no, this here. is like,
1: I mean, I remember this being, like, the culmination of the movie growing. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always, like, and oh also she's spark-
0: so crushed. She's so sad because no, she's made she's, this beautiful, like, her, yeah. English. Her face just looks so, like, like crumpled she's like like, this Ben yeah this is what I'm afraid of well speaking of yes Ben Ben he's back at the door he knocks at just the right time but Martin whispers to him him or to her I'll kill him Mm -hmm. as like a warning to be normal and just get Mm -hmm. him to leave so she answers the door she does a pretty good job she's clearly sobbing but like she's he's like oh hi Ben yeah and Martin is standing you know right at her side with a gun but it can't be seen by Ben and so she she like kind of gets Ben like oh yeah I you know I'm I'm tired I'm just so tired I can't come yeah. in I'm tired oh so he's like okay well I'll see you tomorrow because it was already tomorrow it was 12.05 right. like, it's tomorrow mm-hmm. she was, he was like, like okay. giddy to see her so she shuts the door they're turning around Martin is walking like behind Laura again so that he you know Who knows what's going to happen? We do. It's going to be bad. But Ben knows her so well at this point. Yeah. No, I mean, he could see she was. Yeah. She was upset. Yeah. So Ben breaks down the door. And he attacks Martin. He comes. (laughs) Do you want to stick the rest (laughs) of this? (laughs) No, I don't have it written down. So I like it this way. he comes busting through and they're fighting they're punching they're scrambling martin throws ben against the wall and ben says fuck you and martin does his signature hitting in the head with the gun so ben is now knocked out he's incapacitated yeah and laura's sobbing but martin is like okay well he has nothing to do with this and he holds laura and says remember the nights i taught you to dance you're the one you're my princess and then bam! I thought it was a gunshot, but Laura just need Martin in the balls, in his balls, yeah. Like apparently balls of steels, and it made steel and made that much noise. It's like a little bit of slow mo here too. <laughs> yeah, there's you know the, the like yeah. like that the like mediocre slow mo that isn't slow-mo. quite slow mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, so he falls, um, but he also like tosses Laura into the wall, so she really goes flying. Yeah, and she scrambles and she grabs the gun that he dropped and fires off a shot, but misses him, and he's like very not phased he just says i'm impressed yeah i'm impressed mm -hmm. and she's like walk this way martin yeah she says keep walking towards me (laughs) oh my (laughs) god (laughs) and he says sure it's always a pleasure which i'm sure you knew that off the top of of your head i did um martin is he's like it's not quite far (laughs) enough (laughs) takes another step and she's like no that's far enough that's far enough martin that is the exact script um he goes on this like little rant about how the phone's right there. You can call the police, but I know your every thought. And I know you're thinking maybe they can come protect you, but I'll always be waiting for you. I'll always be with you because I love you and I won't stop. And, Absolute insane yeah, human being. He's whispering all of this while she's pointing the gun at him. And she picks up the phone and yes. calls 911. She says to the police, come quickly. I've just killed an intruder. Yes. Ugh, and his face is like fuck he's like oh shit this is a sick line this is great because martin realizes she's gonna do it she's gonna kill him so she fires three shots at him Mm -hmm. she hits him like various places he goes stumbling oh it's yeah it's not the most believable but okay um so martin is dying or dead on the floor he's you know she's she shot him there's like a pool of blood she's crying and like it's over but he's not dead of course not he pops up he grabs her by the back of the head (laughs) He has the gun pointed right at her face and he's gonna kill her too. He's like, I need to organize more crackers. He fires, but the gun clicks. Yes, she used all the shots on him. And so he's like, okay, it's time to die. And then the lady's like, okay, then he's dead. So Laura runs to Ben. He's awake, he's alive. Yay, they hug and then we fade to Martin's loose shoe on the floor and dead body with eyes still open and Laura's wedding ring that he'd been wearing on his pinky has mm. fallen off cuz yeah. it's so symbolic of course cuz he's like he doesn't have He his doesn't have her anymore. anymore. And that's yeah. the end. That's the that's end sleeping of with sleeping with the, enemy, with the baby. enemy.
1: It was it's also a snappy movie It luckily. is. I think most of my favorite thrillers are about 90 minutes and this one definitely is one of those and um yeah that death scene is pretty ridiculous but also like you're just so happy to to kind of have him be gone because he is Well yeah cuz he said I mean he human. said
0: when she was going to call the police he was like you can call them you can think that they're going to protect you but I'm never going to leave you alone which is I think it's the scariest thing with like stalkers. Yeah. Like there there isn't any way to like thwart them besides them. I guess that's
1: why you don't go to the police sometimes cuz you're just like <sighs> even you can't.
0: Yeah. So I loved this movie. Yeah, what did you think? I loved it. I I thought I immediately got why it was like one that you have watched again and again cuz I do think it has like these elements of comfort and enjoyable scenery and of course her clothes and I love anything that has a focus on food too. Yes, there was And so I think there was like food. a lot of like a, 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 for sure potatoes when they were on and Cape and, baby pee. Yeah. <laughs> and the clamming yeah.
1: and like all of that. But she
0: never did make the
1: clams the second night. No. She just decided to go with the lamb.
0: Yeah, well. More to
1: talk about, more food to talk about. Yeah,
0: so I, I totally got it and I think it was like a quick it felt very quick. It didn't feel overly complicated. I liked the arc. I also love Enough. Like Enough is one of my favorite movies. I haven't seen that. What? I'm sorry. That's what Jennifer Lopez, right?
1: Okay, we just decided on our next movie. Let okay. me see when that came out. Wait, is isn't that I feel like it's an early 2000s, Maybe but we, we shouldn't
0: do uh, I don't know if we should do that one right after this because it's Oh, because we're already kind of in this. It's pretty similar. That. Yeah. 2002. Um, I mean it's not necessarily similar, like, but there are for sure. It's the same story, really. Oh, like, it has the exact same rotten tomato score. It's 22%. <laughs> Okay, and it deserves better. Both of them do. They do deserve better than that, I think. Well, I'll have you watch enough for sure. Like okay. we we need to watch that, but maybe we should switch it up and not do like a scorned, beaten yeah. woman. Although that's much of the
1: it is. But we could always switch to like the Fatal Attraction type, yeah, just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah,
0: like malice or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. But enough is great, and I, I that's one of the movies that I'll watch like again and again, and it kind of reminds me of that, like very similar story arc um, yeah. so it was wrapped up like neat and tidy and I liked the end I'm curious to know what your mom thinks because I'm shocked this is a movie that you're so like Elena's mom is very academic and very very intelligent yes and this just doesn't necessarily feel like a film that an academic would my enjoy my mom's weakness are thrillers, yeah. She cannot. Oh, I, I mean that.
1: That's why. Yeah,
0: that's why you watch them. Growing like up. Psycho
1: was the first thing that I watched. Yeah, when I well, not the first thing. Luckily, I did have some Lion <laughs> King days. Elena, like a baby Elena, came baby Elena, Psycho. Like... In the midst of us debating through email the last few days, sleeping with the enemy and whether or not there are any flaws with it, which I assured her there are. She doesn't think she doesn't is. think so, um <laughs> even though she thinks there's flaws in every other thing that ever existed. Um, she thinks that this movie is perfection and can do no wrong. But she did go into like a three-paragraph essay about what's wrong with Psycho, which I didn't ask her to do. She just watched Psycho last night or the night before. Again, I'm sure for like the 20th time. And she was like, here's actually why that's not believable. And okay. I was like, I wasn't asking about Psycho, <laughs> but you did show me that when I was 12. Okay, so let me just read you just a little bit of her oh email. God, I would love it. Okay, so I asked her, you know, like, hey, we're we're doing – this movie for the podcast. And I remember we used to watch this together all the time. What made you love this movie so much? Like, what was it? And she was like, hi, sweetie. I've seen that movie at least twice since I moved back here. Um, I guess I've watched it a lot over the years. Yes, you have. (laughs) Um, I think part of the appeal is Julia Roberts herself and her ability to pull you into her character's feelings. I agree with that. Me too. Part of it also is that it's a good plot and one that resonates with many viewers' experience. I hope not. What? I really... (laughs) so so I would say that like faking your own death because you have an abusive husband so I would say the movie skillfully draws on good acting by a magnetic actress a good script with just enough resonance with real life situations to make it particularly engaging and a happy ending I wouldn't keep watching it if it didn't have a happy ending it's kind of like getting to work through your own fears and at the same time be guaranteed a positive outcome I guess it's like a film with healing properties need more I could probably come up with it for example (laughs) I love the touch with the husband's OCD, the compulsive arranging of the cans and the towels. That helps build the suspense at the end when she wouldn't otherwise know he'd found her. And it's the icing on the cake. Just altogether a well-conceived and executed plot. Okay, Mom, I think you are living in the stall. I mean, there's parts of it that are, like, really well done. But I will say that, like, those things that she's calling out in which I responded to her and said... That I think the most unbelievable part is that Martin, the husband, is really not realistic as a human being. He was very a one-dimensional monster. And it would have been hard to believe that like that version of that sociopathic person could have ever been charming and like could have ever which I totally understand. That's like a that's a common thing that happens with um men and women in abusive relationships. Like there's one side of them and then you see the other side. But this is too crazy. Yeah. Like he could not have gone from what you described as like whatever he like talked like he was reading out of like a crazy
0: i do declare yeah
1: like he he was like actually criminally insane Mm -hmm. like he i cannot believe that he could have fooled her for like years that he could be that different yeah because he seemed and as my mom responded like it's not like it was his ocd that was doing that it was more so like his he had what she called antisocial personality disorder which i had to look up what that was and Mm -hmm. apparently it's just sociopathic like you're just a sociopath and you have no understanding of right or wrong and like you don't see other people as having rights okay so I guess that's for me also why it's like maybe a little unrealistic that like this person could have gotten her to all the way past their honeymoon and then was like flipped a switch but maybe
0: yeah I guess you do hear like T- to me, I I want to feel like that's very unbelievable because it is. I don't know anyone like that. Luckily, of course. Yeah. But then you hear horror stories of someone living a completely like double life. That's and then true. Yeah. When it becomes like inconvenient for the original family, they commit familia side and like are just like able to disassociate the yeah, family that's that they true. were with. But I do feel the same way, like in general someone isn't going to on the daily just act crazy and abusive they have to have that other side right. to them i wish we had seen like a little bit more we nuance saw a bit of that like where in the beginning where you kind of felt like there was a. I mean you know what movie you're watching so you're looking for it mm-hmm. but they had like semi-normal conversation and then it, it did seem like i will say the only scene that seemed like they liked each other was at the party where she was like have i been social enough and he's like you're enough good for, for the entire season. year yeah, yeah whatever it was and they both seem like they want to leave, and they're excited to like be with each other. And that was the only part where it felt... She's like, are you hungry? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It felt fair. like a little bit more of a relationship. Um, but then, obviously, he beats the shit out of her, makes yeah. her go on a boat when she's terrified of water because she almost drowned. Like, he is mostly a monster. He's majority a monster, 99% of the time.
1: Yeah. I guess he just seems like an actual cartoon and some... But I think yeah. that that's more enjoyable. Like, it like, is. I understand. Yeah. I mean, we don't want him to be almost, like, too real because mm-hmm. then it's so... I get it although I do think that there are like flaws with the just in general with the script but I think that overall I loved it growing up and I still love it now mostly because of the atmospheric like it's just so fun and beautiful and like Agreed. Yes. her outfits are amazing and I think the settings are really like just nostalgic and American and
0: Yeah, I loved the Cape Cod and then Cedar Falls like like yeah, we we talked like the about. contrast between those two. Yeah. yeah. It was just a it was a gorgeous film to watch. I loved the, the Glass House. I loved all of her clothes. Yeah, with the exception of Ben. We should being watch so the hairy. Glass House at some point. The, oh oh with yeah, Lili with Lili, Yeah, yeah. I, I like think that's that early two thousands. Because then there's also the Glass Castle, which is completely different. Oh yeah, but, and that's with uh, Brie Larson, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and that was a good book. But yeah. yeah, I love the Glass House.
1: Yeah. So out of like all the movies that you've watched that I've told you to watch now for the podcast, these three: so single white female, single white female, Sleeping with the Enemy and um dead calm hmm is single white female still your favorite
0: no i think this is my favorite yeah Yeah, this is one i could watch again and again yeah it's definitely got got that like female not so much and also like (laughs) as we dug into the problematic themes of that i think i would just have trouble not being like "Uh, uh, yeah heady this isn't enjoyable um but this one is yeah i like this i like this one the best
1: yeah there's just so much to talk about and also i love the I love what you brought to this in terms of. Um, I'm relieved. Vanessa
0: being a twat. Oh my god, I hate her. She was her. the worst. That I, scene. That, it's just.
1: This I mean, has so I know that she scenes. was.
0: She was the. You know, she was the reason that this story took the turn that it right. did. And fine, but it didn't need to. Yeah, uh, she could have just. You know, Martin could have lived gone on life. believing. By the way,
1: Ben never learned her name at the end he still calls her Sarah oh yeah <laughs> well I wonder if she'll just go with Sarah now or something yeah she's like that's my which there was a interesting this is a great segue into trivia okay yeah um there was an interesting trivia point that uh the name Sarah Waters because this was based on a novel as all of these thrillers are mm-hmm. which is so interesting this is based on a novel from like 1987 um and the name Sarah Waters apparently Sarah means princess, which is very oh, interesting. He her weird because he princess. called her princess. And they were like, "Well, why would she want a name that mm-hmm. represented that?" Who knows? And then Waters because she drowned. Mm, I so see. yeah, it has meaning. Okay. So, Nancy Price was the the writer of the novel in nineteen eighty seven. Um, and this was really part of, like, that early 90s American Hollywood cycle of suspense thriller movies that included kind of, like, the Hitchcockian films. which is probably why my mom loved it. She yeah. did, like, anything with those ingredients, sign me up. Mm-hmm. And sign me up over and over again. I will rewatch <laughs> it on VHS every year for 30 years. Uh, and then Julia Roberts actually caused a controversy during this movie. She left where they were filming, which was in Abbeville or Abbeville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, she left because the place, she said, was, quote, unquote, a living hell and horribly racist where she would never return. Oh. And so I there are no more details than that, just that apparently it caused, like, this big stir because she left because she said the town was horribly racist. Well, if she hadn't said
0: horribly racist, I would be like, ah, oh, that sounds kind of bratty. But yeah, but then I'm like, what did she encounter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, good for her South. for yeah. standing up and and not wanting to give that... Yeah, I would really Whatever. like more details. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know more, but it sounds like something that she like really put her okay, foot down Okay, that's on. super interesting. She had such an interesting year that year, God. Seriously.
1: And yes, yeah, she was 22 when the film was shot in the spring of 1990, becoming the youngest actress to earn a seven-figure fee for a single performance. Wow. So this was like her movie of the, I mean, of the year. I know she did a bunch more after this, but... Uh, And then Julia Roberts' role was originally written for Jane Fonda. Kim Basinger was also attached, as we talked about. And this was the name I was not remembering. Sean Connery was also attached at one point.
0: Oh, was he going to be Martin? They don't say. I bet that he was, but they don't say. I totally see him as Martin.
1: Okay. Yep. And then John Cusack was also offered the role of Ben, but he turned it down. Um, And Kim Basinger also turned it down and said she felt like she wasn't right for the part. Hmm.
0: So I don't know. I also uh, really like the cover of i Oh yes. I have cover right now. Like with beautiful. her in the bath. Yeah. And yeah. like the door open. Oh my gosh, which is the cover of our podcast with the oh, door yes. open. <laughs>
1: um by now you've all seen our cover that's featuring a
0: very adorable scout, which is she does not look adorable actually. She really looks, she looks a, little, a little creepy she looks but like scary. So yes, we we did all of those shots in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, my with a
1: very like makeshift
0: little like a camera ring light set up on top of a desktop computer. It was yeah. John
1: was really helping us get the perfect shots. Yes. We had to have our faces frozen, almost as if we were just like <laughs> Botox. For oh gosh, it was thirty minutes. Yeah.
0: If you know me, I absolutely hate taking pictures, yes. so it was torture. But Elena was very supportive. Yeah. Um. And we didn't think it was quite right. Like John did a great job editing it, and then he sent a jokey version where he edited in my dog Scout in an open doorway. And, and we were like, the, "Wait, this is this it." This was the key ingredient that was missing. But in the sleeping with the, we didn't even realize this sleeping with the enemy poster there's an open door I didn't like a fake that. open door next to her let's see where it's like just a <gasps> oh yeah mm, and I guess is this of, is
1: why they gave her the bath scene right like and like a
0: shadow of him which is a shadow of Scout <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs>
1: that's so funny that is really interesting so there was that and then you know at the end when Martin is like I can't live without you and I won't let you live without me mm, he yeah. ad-libbed that so oh that was line. yeah so he just uh he was really fully immersed in the character of Martin uh we will always wonder whether or not that was his idea to do the whole like weird fishy drinking (laughs) fountain thing or if that's just him as a person
0: Uh, i need to like look if anyone has ever taken up issue with that before i'm sure that they have
1: yeah he also was the one who chose the berlioz symphony fantastique Mm. uh he loved that himself so i'm a little nervous about this actor i don't i don't i don't know uh But the use of that particular song is appropriate. It's the piece of a symphony that depicts a young man who, under the influence of opium, dreams of killing his girlfriend, is executed and ends up in hell. So oh, it was whoa. Patrick Bergen's idea to use that music as it's one of his
0: favorites. That's very interesting. Yeah, okay. I kind of like that.
1: Uh, just a couple more. So Martin's condition is apparently at least according to like a lot of sources, perverse narcissistic disorder, mixed with obsessive- compulsive disorder. Borderline personality disorder, and then also according to my mom, antisocial personality disorder. Okay. So as as is the case with many '90s films, just like throw out all of the different yeah he's got uh, a mental mixed health bag issues of mental health issues yeah. Right? Um, and then the film ended. Home Alone's. 11-week run at the top of the box office. Oh, wow.
0: How dare they? Homeland's yeah. Home Alone my favorite movie I know. in the That's world. That's why I was
1: like, I got to tell you this. Oh, my And then finally, the film initially received a NC-17 rating when it was first submitted. Mm-hmm. Um, but that can be obviously very detrimental to a film because then it can't make as much money um, and less theaters will show it. So to avoid that and ensure that the film made a profit, it was cut down to an R rating. And they did that by um, cutting several seconds of the first sex scene. Oh, that was all they had to do, and then apparently the international version um still does have the mm. kind of original, so now I'm that's because I was
0: actually surprised that because that first sex scene when she drops the strawberries when they're like in the kitchen, yeah, I was surprised that they didn't go do, further. yeah do that. anything because it was just like it was very quick, yeah, yeah, the only one
1: you really see is the awful one where mm-hmm. like where her face yeah they're on the upset. bed and she's so but upset. even that's pretty quick, so okay, yeah.
0: So that's the that's the movie trivia for Sleeping with the Enemy. That was a really good movie. This is going to be in my arsenal of, like, go-to yes. I have a feeling
1: this will become, like, one of your SVU, like, comfort type
0: mm-hmm. of... Yeah, I only wish on. that I watched it sooner, like, when I was in those formative years.
1: Yeah, I mean, only yeah, my you mom, mom would,
0: <laughs> would have this relationship
1: with this movie with me. Uh. But I can only thank her, I guess, because, you know, when you're, like... When you're young, it's so much easier to memorize lines. Yeah, you know. I know you have literally the entire script memorized. So I think that's why I just know every it's line. Impressive. Which is weird because I also have the same thing with The Lion King. <laughs> so it's just Lion King and Sleeping with the Enemy. Any other things? Um, I know a good amount of West Side Story. Actually, I which think is... the only
0: movie that I have memorized is like Legally Blonde. Oh, that's. I mean, I don't think I bothered to memorize any other than and that. Snap. Yeah, so next time around, we'll be doing a movie that you're recommending yes. to me. And I had one that I wanted to recommend, but I'm I'm actually, I don't want to announce it on the pod. You'll just have to tune in for the next one because okay. I think it's too complicated and I can't do that to you. I'm, I'm remembering that like the plot's insane. Um, and I think that's one we need to tag team for sure. Hope you all enjoy Sleeping With the Enemy. Yeah, definitely and give it a watch. This and was super fun. Thanks for listening. Me struggle through it and Elena be able to quote it exactly. <laughs> I surprised myself a few those times.